days. But you know, weather changes. Hello? Weather changes, but God don't never change. God, still God. Lift your hands and love him, would you? I will bless the Lord. I'm on bless, bless the Lord. Lord. I will praise his name. Praise his name. Oh, yes. I will bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I will praise his name. Praise his name. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Forever proclaim. He's good. Come on, somebody. He's good. I'm going to bless the Lord. I will praise His name. Praise His name. I will bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I will praise His name. Oh, come on now. For the rest of my life. My life, Lord. Forever proclaim. He's good. He's good. Oh, magnify. The Lord with me. Somebody lift your hands up and honor him. He's a good God. Magnify. Come on, Jesus. We come to honor you. Lord, we come to praise you. Praise your name. name. I will bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I will praise his name. Praise his name. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Forever proclaim. My God, he's a good God. He's good. He's good. Come on, Jesus. We come to worship you. I'm on bless the Lord. a good God. He's good. Oh, he's good. Is he good? Come on, magnify the Lord with me. Somebody lift him up. He's in the house tonight. Whoa. Come on, somebody give him praise. Look at you neighbor and say, we're getting warmed up around here. Well, I went to visit a church. It was quite easy to Nobody was praising the Lord. Nobody but me. They said I was emotional. I kind of fell out of place. When I come to church. 
church, I don't just come shake up space. Well, I'm just warming up. Well, I'm just warming up. Well, I'm just warming up for that meeting in the sky. So if you think I'm strange, but don't wait for me to change. I'm just warming up until I reach the other side. Well, I went to visit a church and it was quite as it could be. Oh, come on. Nobody was praising the Lord. Nobody but me. They said I was emotional. I kind of fell out of place. When I come to church, I don't just come to take a space. Well, I'm just warming up. Hallelujah. I'm just warming up. Well, I'm just warming up for that meeting in the sky. So if you think I'm stranger, but don't wait for me to change. I'm just warming up until I reach the other side. Well, when I reach those pearly gates and the gates swing open wide, I'm going to leave for joy because I reach the other side. Well, all my pain and sorrow up there I will forget. And if you think I shout down here, you ain't seen nothing yet. Well, I'm just warming up. Well, when I reach those pearling gates and the gates swing open wide, I'm going to leave for joy because I reach the other side. Well, all my pain and sorrow up there I will forget. And if you think I shout down here, you ain't seen nothing yet. Come on, somebody. Somebody give him honor. Somebody give him honor. Well, now when I reach those pearling gates and the gates swing open wide. Come on, somebody. My, my, my. Well, I'm going to leap for joy. <laughs> I'm going to dance for joy. I'm going to shout for joy because I reach the other side. Well, all my pain and sorrow up there I will forget. And if you think I shout down here, you ain't seen nothing yet. Well, I'm just warming up. Hallelujah. I'm just a warming up. Well, I'm just a warming up for that meeting in the sky. So if you think I'm strange, I'm just warming up. Well, I'm just a warming up. With that meeting in the sky. Somebody put your hands together. That's it. Somebody put your hands together and honor him. Come on, he's in the house. Yes. I believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that what? Diligently. Seek him. Thank you, Pastor Williams Church. Thank you for allowing us to be here. God is, God is good to us all the, all the time. I mean, he's just, he's my friend, he's my savior, he's my healer, he's my deliverer. Hello. 
Good preaching. If you have your Bibles, turn with me. We'll read a very familiar scripture. Um, Matthew chapter 1. And verse 18 says this. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was of this wise. When as his mother Mary was exposed to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Come on, sis. Somebody shout, yep. And if you read that going down through there, God, the angel began to give instruction to Joseph and said, don't touch her until this baby's born. Right? Right. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Verse 21. And she shall bring forth the son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people. From their sin. I like that. You like that? Everybody say good preaching. Where'd it go? Everybody say where'd it go? Verse 23. Behold, a virgin shall bring behold, a virgin shall bring forth a child, and shall bring forth a son that shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. A little bit of word, you can be seated. Is God with us. A son's going to be born. He's going to save his people. Going to call his name Jesus. Right? Right. But then he said his name should be called Emmanuel, which is God with us. So, at this point of time, when Mary found that she was with child, that probably bothered a lot of people. Hello. But this child is of the Holy Ghost. God had to pick an individual to bring forth a child, to bring him here. I'll get going here. Just hang on. Let me lay a foundation. So probably in my mind, I'm going to say in my mind, that way I'm, I'm safe with it. If that had been me there, Pastor Williams, I would have thanked, well, Mary is fixing to have a kid. And this kid's going to be named Jesus, and he's going to save us from our sins. See, God had to have a plan to redeem men back to him. So, in the minds of people, they're telling everybody, the Savior coming. There's a healer coming. There's a deliverer going to be here. So some of these people, Sister Sharon, that was talking probably was older people. So when Jesus was born, the three wise men seen the star and went where he was at. Remember the story? So they wanted to see who he was. So now the talk of this child, this is the child that's going to redeem humanity. This is the child that's going to be able to open blinded eyes and stop death ears, make the lame walk, heal the sick, and even raise the dead. Yes, he is. So in the mind of these older folks that is talking about Jesus, that is laying in the manger, not in a, not in a mansion. He didn't grow up in Pharaoh's palace. He was in a stable, in a barn. 
he had to bring himself down to where we was at. Oh, come on here now. So now they begin to, to have a rumor going around. <laughs> Looks, maybe, maybe the grandma and the grandpa looked at their grandkids and say, this is the one. This is the one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to see it or not, but he's the one that is going to be able to perform miracles. They talked. A lot of these people talked about this boy, this child named Jesus. His name is going to be called Emmanuel, which is God with us. They had to go through life. Some of these people had to go through their life knowing that that was God manifested in the flesh that was the one that could heal that could deliver that could set and not one time seen him do a miracle but they knew who he was because they had directions come on somebody and then people said I might not get to see him deliver somebody I might not get to see him open blinded eyes or unstop death ears or make the lame walk or even heal the sick but that's the one and they didn't just come to do that he come to die for all the sins of the world. I come tonight to tell us we ain't never seen him. It's been told to us that he's coming back at the church without spot and without wrinkle. I've never been to heaven. I've never seen the streets of gold or the walls of Jasper. But if I hang on to what I believe, if I hang on, I'll be able to see the things that God has got prepared. Hell. Hell is fighting in every direction. This is probably about the fifth service, I'm assuming, somewhere in that area, that my wife's been with me. And uh, first time she'd been in Missouri, I was embracing by myself by, for two weeks by myself. I could have vacationed. Couldn't do nothing. I was all by myself. Hello? I didn't even hardly even go uptown. I was by myself. When you get used to somebody there, you want them there. I will call her at 1 o'clock in the morning. I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm trying to sleep. I said, well, I'm not. Talk to me. Just breathe on the phone. If I can hear you breathe, I'll be asleep here in a minute. Hello? When you get used to somebody there beside you, you want them there. I've been used to Jesus being in my life for the last 40 years. I don't want him to walk off and leave me now. And you know what, Sister Sherry? He won't do it. If I keep hanging on to the word of God, he said, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. He ain't back tonight because we're still here. It might be tomorrow, but we've got to hang on. We cannot turn around. We cannot back up. We've got to hang on to a God that we've never seen before. Am I doing all right? Thank you. The devil will, the devil will frustrate you. The devil will make you mad. Now, I don't care if you're in the middle of Walmart. Hello, he likes Walmart. The other day I had a bad day. Thank God my wife was with me. I mean, I just had literally had anybody ever had a bad day? Not me and my wife, but I just had a bad day. Me and Brother Herschel only one had bad days. One more. Four of us. Come on. How many is alive? Then you got bad days. So I pulled up McDonald's. Say, what do you want? I said, I want a coffee. Two splendors, two cream. Anything else? Yeah, this. Anything else? And before I could say anything else, I said, well, you didn't be quiet, I'll tell you. 
Quit saying anything else. If y'all got that down here, sure you do. <laughs> Every McDonald's got that. So I get to the front, pay for it. I said, looked at him. I said, my wife constantly telling me, be quiet, be quiet. I said, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to tell them they say, you want anything else? Too much. I get to the pay for my bill. I said, you know, if y'all learn, quit saying anything else, anything else, people might buy more food. But y'all aggravate us so much, we just want coffee. I was having a bad day. I don't know if I got up on the wrong side of the bed or what, Brother Monty, but, but I guess I was having a bad day. So I pulled to the second window to get, um, to get my coffee and whatever she had. And I, the little lady standing there, I said, are you having a bad day? She said, yes, I'm having a bad day. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. No, spoke to the wrong one. Then I looked at her again, and she was pregnant. I said, no wonder you're having a bad day. You've got a reason. Nobody else has a reason to be a bad day. Hello? My wife said, leave her alone. I said, she don't know me. We leave from there and we go to go to Walmart. We get in Walmart and this lady comes by us. I said, "Excuse me, ma'am." Very nicely. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and she just looked at me like, "You're an idiot." Hello, y'all ain't never had them looks. What kind of looks you think they got when Jesus was born? And Mary never had a man before. Only the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Now listen to this. We go down the aisle, come back up, and the lady comes up behind me and runs into me with her buggy. Same lady. Just hits me. She didn't say, excuse me. And I looked at her and I'm thinking, oh, God, please help me. This is a bad day. Maybe I need to lay down in the floor and go to sleep for about five minutes. My wife said, come on. I said, okay. She said, don't you say nothing. <laughs> See, our wife knows us. Hello. She knows you more than what you think you know your own self. What, what was it, five minutes later? I went down another aisle. I'm still with my wife. The same lady comes back and hits me again with the same buggy. I looked at her. I said, lady. My wife said, come on. I said, just let me tell her what I think right now. I mean, I ain't thinking as a preacher. I ain't thinking with the Holy Ghost. Just let me tell her what I think right now. Oh, come on, somebody. Thank God my wife was with me. And we leave from there. Hell didn't back up. Just kept right on. All stinking day. Hello, somebody. But you know what? I held on to a God that I've never seen before. I held on to the one that gave me power and authority. Well, Brother Griggs, did you get upset and mad? Yeah, I got upset and mad, frustrated and aggravated just like everybody else. But I didn't say anything. I just kept on minding my business. Let me tell you, even when Jesus was born, they had to hide him. They had to leave town and hide him. What did the world thought would have thought? What were them people at the inn? When they came up and said, can we put him here? They said, we have no room in the inn, according to the scripture. But we've got a barn we got a stable where we keep the hogs and the cows and the horses and everything like that oh that'd be okay because the one that's going to be born the one that's already here is the one that's going to save humanity and come on somebody they've been after Jesus for a long time but brother Rogers he died for me at Calvary if he can hang on I believe I can hang on if I can believe that he is and that he is a reward hell might fight me but I've got a God that can deliver me Somebody shout hallelujah. It never quits. It never quits. So 
Somebody told me one time, said, if the devil's fighting you every day, you've done something wrong. I said, no, you're not. You're doing something right. You're doing something right. If he ain't bothering you, he done got you. I like what Malachi said. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord, come on, the one that I've never seen before. A bad year this year, bad year, but I made it through. Back, come on, yes, tough year, but I made it through. It's because of what I've been taught. I learned something for the last five weeks without my wife. It gets lonely, and I'm thinking if it gets lonely with her not being with me, how lonely would it be if I put Jesus down? Huh? I learned, Pastor Williams. That usually when we're out for 37 years, we've been out, we would go to the platform, we would sing a couple songs, we would worship, and do that right there. We couldn't do that. I had to go to the platform. I ain't singing by myself. I do a bad, worse, a bad when she sings with me, but being by myself, woo, it really sounds bad. She just covers up my mistakes. So I had to go to the platform. After they got done singing, I had to go up and open my Bible up and trying to prime me up. And God just spoke to me and said, you know, it ain't nothing to do with you or with your wife. It's all to do with the God that died at Calvary. Come on, somebody. He knew. Brother Monty, he had to make himself a body. He had to make himself a body. Everybody say a body. He had to make himself a body and come down and die for humanity. But he had to give himself a name. And when he died at Calvary, he's going to come back and dwell inside of humanity. And let me tell you something, friend. I don't know how you believe, believe what you want to believe. When you get the Holy Ghost, you don't get the name. You get the Holy Ghost. But they get his name. You got to be buried in the name that is above her. Come on, somebody. And the devil has to wake up every morning and realize this right here. I fought Jesus for 30 years or 33 and a half years through the miracles that he did and everything. I had to fight him. There was only one of him. But since he's gone and since he rose again and since the Holy Ghost fell on the day of Pentecost and since they're being baptized in the name of Jesus, filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, to recognize that God that was born in Bethlehem now dwells inside of the individual that says I'm not going to fight hell by myself but I got a God that lives inside of me that's going to give me victory oh somebody shout hallelujah from here I got a note when I left you remember when I was here my wife wasn't here with me I got me a little note Where's your boy at? Yeah, him. You know what he told me? We love you, Brother Griggs. Y'all wrote a note. I still got the note. I got evidence. We love you. We pre- you preach to us. We cry. We worship. We do all this. But, but don't come back without Sister Griggs. Oh, and oh my God. I just left the church, Brother Calls Church in Branson, Missouri. He said, good to have you. But don't come back without your wife. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is bad to the bone. (laughs) Come on, somebody. You know why? Because you work together. 
But before it closed out, she was there one night with us when we was having church. And we walked in, Pastor Williams. And when we walked in, a man on the left-hand side had a stroke. Oh, my. I just brought him down right there. And Brother Carl, being who he was, 90 years old, believed in God doing anything. We started praying for him. And God healed that man. Set him right there. Healed him. It was as soon as he claimed his healing. On my right-hand side, a lady started throwing up and getting sick right in the middle of this. This been a while back. And getting sick. Throwed up in the floor. And Brother Carl said, I don't think you're going to do it tonight, devil. We're still going to have church. Pray for that lady. God healed her. It wasn't as soon as God healed her. He jumped on somebody else. They got sick. We prayed for that one. As soon as that one, God healed that one. He jumped on somebody else. There was about six people. Immediately, hell started fighting. But that man, I called him an old man. But anyway, the pastor there, he said, no, I don't think so, devil. We got a God that lives inside of us. And we're not going to back down because of a stroke. We're not going to back down because of a fever. We're not going to back down because of the sickness. We got a God that said, by his stripes, I'm healed. I'm delivered. And you know what? It was all took place at Calvary. Come on, somebody. It was all because he got a body at Bethlehem in the manger, grown up. I'm talking about a God that lived like you and I did, but gives us power over the gates of hell that comes against us. Am I doing all right? Thank you. If it had not been for him, where would we be at tonight? We probably wouldn't be here. Huh? Yeah, all right, you mean preach Baptist style? Now lay me down to sleep. I don't think so. I ain't going there. My wife told me, she said, you got to quit being outspoken. Baby, you come too late to tell me. Should have told me that 39 years ago before we got married. It's kind of hard to break. Hello? I made a preacher today mad at me. My wife said, you're getting good at that. I said, I think I am. You know what frustrated me? Was this right here? I said, dude, let's do revival. He said, no, we don't want revival. We want, we're going to have so-and-so that can read our mail. I said, that's y'all's problem. You want somebody to read your mail? I said, bring your mail. Let's have revival, and I'll read a letter you get in the mailbox every day to you. <laughs> Hello, somebody. The Bible said go out in the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in. Come on. Yes, he does. I said, we've got to be soul winners. We've got to tell somebody about a God that can deliver, a God that can set free, a God that can give victory. Honey, i tell you what time it is. It's time to preach on hell for him, stone. It's time to dig up hell a little bit harder now than what we've ever had in our life. It used to be when you preached on hell, you broke out in a sweat and people run to the altar and pray through, but they're not afraid of hell today. It's because they lost the fear of a God. But let me tell you, I got a God that died for me and I ain't about to lose. I ain't about to back up. I ain't about to quit. We cannot quit. Time is running out. Woo! Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Love you folks. You're good people. You know that? I, just like, I like coming here. I got so many handshakes tonight. I got so many people say, Brother Griggs, it's so good to see you. Good to have you here. God, it made me feel so good. I just want to go get my truck and go back home. I ain't exaggerating, folks. 
I'm not exaggerating. I ain't exaggerating one eighth of a, not nothing. It's good to feel the love of a God. Come on, somebody. When you can walk into a Pentecostal church and never get, how you doing? Or a handshake or good to have you here today. And get warnings before you go to the platform. You can't do this and can't do that. And my wife can see the expression on my face. Oh, my God, what is he going to do now? We have limited God. We have started satisfying self and not pleasing God. I think we need to get back to old-fashioned Holy Ghost move like we used to have. I'm talking about praying. Look, the old pastor called. Listen to this. Old pastor called. Every night he has church Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday morning, and Sunday night. He said, I'm thinking about kicking Wednesday in. We ain't having enough church. He said, we hillbilly people up here got to have a lot of church. I'm thinking, well, I do too. He said, can you handle a six-month revival? I said, I believe I can. He looked at my wife and said, well, can you handle it? She said, oh, yeah, I can handle it. We said, we've done it before. I'm telling you, they don't want a move of God to there's some like your pastor that wants a move of the power of God. They're not in this thing to please humanity. They're not in this thing to please you or mama or daddy or anybody else around them. They're in this thing to please a God that delivered them that set them free. Honey, he died for me at Calvary. I got a right to shout. I got a right to dance. I got a right to worship. I got a right to believe. told that church when I left, I said, look, I've been here two weeks. I know you people know how to cook. I'm coming back in the spring. I don't want to go out to eat. I want to go to your house and eat. They know how to cook. They're not city folks. The country. You ask Brother Carl who they are. He said, we're hillbillies. He's got 35 guitars up on the platform. Got 68 in his office. <laughs> Hello? I said, why so many guitars? He said, in case I break one, I can pick another one up. I said, okay. I said, can you play me? He said, oh, can I play them? Just pick one out and just bring it up to me. He can tear a banjo up. He's 78 years old. He'll run. He'll jump. He'll dance. He'll roll. He'll crawl. He'll do whatever he needs to do. He'll look at his people and say, we're here tonight and one thing on here. And that's to please the God that gave us another night to worship him. So if you don't want me to pray for you, you say, if you don't want me to pray for you, then I suggest you get up out of your pew, get the Holy Ghost or even just act like you got the Holy Ghost because if you don't, I'm coming down after you. Come on, somebody. He looked at my wife when she broke her foot. She had that cast on her foot. We was there. She, she come down after church. She said, he said, oh, Sister Greg said, I'm a man of God. He said, when I pray, said, God hears me and said, God answers my prayer. He said, I pray tonight. God heal Sister Greg's foot. Get that cast off of her and let her heal that foot right there. He said, I know that God heard me said to Griggs, but evidently you didn't hear nothing, did you? I said, you still got that cast on, don't you? Bless your little old heart. And went on about his business. Outspoken, but a lovable guy. He's very kind. Do anything for you. But he just says this right here. I've got to make it to heaven. If i got to preach hell far and brimstone every night, then that's what I've got to do. There's one way in. Come on, one way in, and there ain't no way out, honey. If we get there, we've got to fight. If we get there, we've got to believe that he is. 
and that he is a rewarder of them. Let me tell you, if Jesus was born at the palace, if he was born at the governor house, if he lived among the rich, we would not pay attention to him because he was born to the rich and he knew that. He said, I gotta be born in a place and nobody would think that I'm the one. That's about when they hung him at Calvary and they died. You know what they said at the end? Surely. Come on, somebody. Surely this was he. But they didn't know it was him because he was born in the barn, laid in the manger. See, the devil didn't think God could deliver me because I was on the other side of the tracks. But God goes on the other side of the tracks because he died for all humanity. He died for everybody. I went to a place in Branson when I was preaching revival there. I never ate there before. I wanted to eat, but heard it was high. I didn't want to pay no, especially being by, by myself, I didn't want to pay no $16, $18 for a buffet. But it was all you could eat. But one lady in the church worked there said, come and, and, and uh, said, I'll, I'll buy you a meal. So come down. So I went down there. She was standing there. She said, go ahead. Buffet. All you could eat. From one end to the other, food. God, it was really good. Marvin, starving Marvins, that's what the name of it was. Starving Marvin. I walked in there starving Griggs. <laughs> but when I come out, I, I didn't eat for a whole day. I ate shrimp, I ate catfish. Hello? I ate everything on that bar but a salad. I don't like salads. Hello? Everybody said that's the best thing you can eat is a salad. They eat their salad before the food. Food on that rabbit food. <laughs> I want some good food. I want my miracle with my healing. I want my victory with my deliverance. Come on, somebody. He didn't get whipped for no reason. When he got, some preacher told me not long ago, said, when Jesus got whipped with the 39 stripes of that, of, of, of that whip come around him, said, he was God. He acted like he was feeling. I said, dude, you are plumb ignorant. You know that? <laughs> I believe he felt every stripe that hit him. And when it wrapped around him, it come around him, it ripped that flesh. I believe he heard this like you do if somebody hit you with it. He said, I just can't see that. I said, if you can't see that, then you can't believe that his name washed your sins away. Hello, somebody. <laughs> because that blood that was shed at Calvary and the nails in his hands and that blood that come from his back and all them stripes was for every sickness and every disease. Come on. Yes, it was. He wasn't just born in a manger to be a baby. <laughs> oh, look at it. Can you imagine us back up? Can you imagine them grandmas and grandpa Pauls coming around and said, oh, that's God. Look at him. He's out there running around like a kid. He's playing with his brothers. He's doing this. He's getting the mud puddles. <laughs> come on. That's God. He had to get down to the level of his people. And tonight God is in the level of us here tonight and said I can still do anything that you want me to do. But you got to believe that I am and that I am a rewarder of them that diligently seek me. Am I doing okay? Thank you. I forgot to whistle a while ago. Actually, I ran out of breath. Thanksgiving comes around. I don't care if you lost weight all week, all year long. Hello? You lose weight all year, Thanksgiving and Christmas come around, you gain it all back. I've ate so much stinking candy and ice cream and cakes that it's... I'm praying, Lord, don't let me have the taste for it no more. 
But once you get a taste of it, you want it. And you want it. And you want more. And you want more. It's just like a drug addict. It's just like an alcoholic. If an alcoholic goes to AA meetings and they go through all the AA meetings and steps and everything, that's just a, a gimme. But anyway, you really won't be delivered. You need to get the Holy Ghost. But once they come out of that right there, if they ever take a drink, they're right back where they're at. Because that's the steps of humanity. But if you bring your problem to an altar and give it to a God that died at Calvary, whoo! <laughs> Am I doing okay? Some things you're blessed with. Went to my daughter's, go up there to have a Christmas dinner. It was way before Christmas, and, and uh, I was for a few days to be with her, and then headed back to Florida. She'd been after us, what, six months, seven months to take her little ignorant dog? But she had to get a plan together to get the dog in our hands. She just didn't want to give it to somebody. They paid $450 for the crazy thing. But she's a pretty little dog. But she kept telling me, Dad, you need this dog. I don't want it. I don't want it. Goes after her mom. Mom, you need this dog. Said, nope, don't want it. Don't want it. Don't want it. We get up there for Christmas. So, Sherry, they get a plan. Get a plan. Just, just a plan that, that sucked me into it. Hello? God had a plan. It didn't suck us into it, but we walked into it. She said, Dad, just take Stella home with you. Little dog's name Stella said, take her home for one night and just babysit her for, for her so we can do some things. Just babysit her. I said, I don't want to do that. I said, just do it. Come on, Dad. Come on. Have you ever seen an aggravating little kid? Well, my daughter's 38 years old, and she's aggravated. She gets that after her mom. I'm so kind and humble and nice and sweet. <laughs> Y'all like that. Y'all like that ain't true. Dad, just take it home. Just take it to the, if you don't like it, if you can't handle it, bring it back tomorrow. I said, okay, just tonight, you hear me? Just tonight. They're just supposed to take the dog. The girl goes and gets the cage, gets the chain, gets the dog food and everything else. I said, sissy, I don't need this. She said, oh, yeah, it gets hungry. But not that much food. For one night, I still got the dog. <laughs> Still got it. We were sucked into it. Hello? We called my daughter back yesterday, a couple days ago, and said, she's hollering for mama. I said, not me, it's your dog. <laughs> Deserted it. And listen, listen to me. I'm glad I got the dog, but listen to me. The dog had to have, it come from, how can I say this and be nice? Because of my grandkids. It come from. From what? It come from a nightmare. Yeah. Yes, yeah. When one of them gets a hold of it, looks at it and says, I wonder if he can swim. And throws a little dog in the pond. And they run into the house hollering, and the little dog going crazy. And he comes home with us. <laughs> the stupid little dog sleeps all the time. <laughs> and snores. 
I said, baby, do you realize from a nightmare to heaven? Don't take this wrong. I ain't called nobody here a dog. But that was some of us. From a nightmare to a heavenly place. Because of a child. Woo, come on somebody. Name Jesus. Going to save his people from what? From their sin. His name should be called Emmanuel, which interprets God with us. Grandma died. Grandpa died, and they never did get to see what you was able to do, Jesus. Well, they had faith back in that. It was a different disposition of salvation back then. But once Jesus died at Calvary, it took the name and the Holy Ghost. They didn't have the Holy Ghost before it fell on the day of Pentecost. Woo! Hello, somebody. They might not be the bride. We're the bride, but I'm, I'm assuming they're all going to go to heaven. I don't know. I ain't none of them. Thank God I ain't Moses or Jeremiah or one of the prophets. They ain't had the Holy Ghost neither. Hello. Good preaching. Look at your neighbor and say, Brother Griggs loves me. I talk about all of y'all all the time. Young people, I talk about y'all all the, all the time, all the time. I talk about you, how mean you are, and how good of a cook and sweet wife you got back there. There ain't but two preachers that I talk about, three, maybe four, could be five. I better stop while I'm ahead. It's only the good ones, the good, the good ones that stands for something. You think he'll put up with anything? I don't believe he will. As long as I've known him, I don't think he would. I, don't, I, I think he's got enough wisdom he could, he could stop it without anybody else knowing it. That's what you call wisdom and knowledge. Uh, not only is he a pastor, he's a friend. He should weigh five, 600 pounds as good as that woman can cook back there. <laughs> you folks know how to cook too, don't you? <laughs> I'm leaving. I'll ask somebody to cook me a meal, but I'm leaving. <laughs> Good people. There ain't but a few. Listen to what the scripture said. Many are called, but few are chosen. If the righteous scarcely be saved, where's the sinner and the ungodly going to appear to? And then he said, For the elect's sake, I will shorten the days. Days are getting shorter. Listen to me, five more minutes, I'll be done. Listen to me. And it's all because of a God, Brother Monty, that said, I've got to redeem. I've got to give them something to fight with. You remember, you remember years ago, there was a song that, that played years ago, and probably some of you already, yeah, I'm sure you know, uh, what is it called? Uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Remember that old song? Anybody, anybody? Come on, raise your hand. Remember that? Well, we, 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 uh, I didn't meet that. He preached for a Pentecostal preacher down in Illinois. He said, Brother Griggs, he will come. He'd get up on the platform. He said, I wouldn't let him up there doing, doing service. He said, but he'll get there. He'd come early. And, and he said, he'd get up there. He said, can, can I sing a song? And he said, he'd get up there and start singing songs. Oh, how I love Jesus. <laughs> he said, tears run down his face. He said, but he never got the Holy Ghost, but I buried him in Jesus' name. He said, far as I know, he didn't get the Holy Ghost. Let me prove it that way. 
See, there's important people out there. Sitting at Starving Marvin's the other, a few weeks ago, as I was sitting there eating, here comes these people that are, plays at these, these shows that are down there that makes millions of dollars. And, and they dress just like, like you and I. Don't make no money. Hello? I sat in front of a few of them at Starving Marvin's. They were sitting behind me and they was talking about their stuff. And I come very close to turning around and say, oh, but you need to know about a God that can deliver you. But I didn't. Didn't do it. Because you don't know how they react. You don't know how they will respond. As my, my wife and I years ago heard a guy saying, as they were singing gospel songs, lifting up a name and went to a big church right down the road from where there, and they went to a big church, and the next song that they sung, they started cussing in it and said, there ain't nothing wrong with it as long as it's in the song. It's wrong. Either way you look at it, it's wrong. In the song or looking at somebody. Oh, but we need songs like, oh, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. He didn't have to die for me, but he did. Did he limit it at Calvary? Did he only say, I'm dying for the ones that are need? No. He said, I'm dying for all. The rich, the high class. Did you read, did you Google today when you get home, Google if you got Google Google it. They've come up with a chemical now that they can put in a cloud. And in this cloud, they can make it rain. That's where we're at today. It's got colder in Missouri than it's ever had. It's got colder in some of these places than it ever has. They're testing out things that they need not to do. People smart. They're so smart that they can't find God. They're looking for planets. They're looking for places to go. Did you see the other night that, that I've got an app on my phone that you can see the planets for there, and they all lined up day before yesterday, all the planets that they are lined up, Mars and Jupiter and Venus and Pluto, all of them lined, lined up that shape. And they've got this app you can put on your phone, hold it up, and it will pull up Venus and Mars Earth, Jupiter, it'll pull it all up. And they lined up, straight line. It's coming to an end. They're spotting something now. Listen to me, and all this is science is junk. I don't believe in I don't believe in a lot of, a lot of this junk, but I don't believe in all of nothing, so seriously, I don't believe anyway. But I do believe in a God. Hello. And they're saying the things they're finding out there that will blow your mind. They barely leave things out there alone. You don't know what's out there. Just leave it alone. We find enough hell as it is. If there's something out there, if there's humanity out there like us, they got to have the same God that we got. Woo! They got to be buried in the name of Jesus, filled with the Holy Ghost. Good preaching. If they are. I don't know if they are or not. They might little be pink little men out there. I don't know. But I'm here, and you're here, and he's here. He's not in the manger. He's not, he's not in the manger. He ain't on the cross, and he sure ain't in the tomb. 
But where is he at? Right there. Right here. So you got a little boy? You said two pounds, about that long? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I've been coming here all, these, all this time, and, and their little girl, I looked at her, I said, and she walked over, sat in my lap, and let me pick her for a minute, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, maybe she can't see. <laughs> this is the church of tomorrow, folks. You better let them shout while they can. Worship one they can. Pray one they can. Jesus did die. He died for all, even for the kid. He said, suffering off these little children coming to him. I was telling Pastor Williams a while ago, in this revival that I was preaching, she plays softly. He's a different individual. Very different. Good as gold. His sugar gets 650, 680. He's already had several toes cut off. We were started at 7 o'clock. So Sherry, we started at 7. They worship iron 20 minutes, iron 25 minutes. And he'll go to the platform and say, okay, prayer request. There are about 100 of us, and they read this one, this one. He said, okay, let's pray. Everybody gets up out of the pew, goes to the altar, kneels, and they pray 25, 20, 25, 30 minutes. They get up. He'll get the microphone. This is every night. He'll get the microphone, and he'll preach for an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. I get it about 10 minutes to 10. Someone's near that and looked at me and said, All right, Brother Griggs, come and preach to me. I'm thinking, Oh my God. We've shouted for an hour and a half, but prayed for 30 minutes. You preach for an hour and 45 minutes. Ain't that enough church? He said, Either you preach or you don't get paid. <laughs> I preach. He said, you evangelist needs to learn how to preach for two hours. I said, dude, I've been evangelizing 37 years. I ain't never preached two hours. I said, but if I got to preach two hours for you, I'll preach a good 30 minutes and I'll meditate for an hour and a half. I meddled around. How you doing tonight? You doing really good? He said, that's what's wrong with the churches today. Evangelists don't know how to preach. But we love you, Brother Griggs. You stick around here long enough, you'll learn how. I said, okay. <laughs> you don't find preachers like that. You don't find preachers like this right here. I'm, I'm, Y'all you, you know as well as I do, I talk about him every time I come here. But I say good stuff. He's just not, your pastor, this is a man of God. That's, that's between you and your God. You can't touch God. Tell him he can touch God for you. That's your shepherd. But it's all because of Jesus dying at Calvary or being born in, in a manger, laid in that manger. If Michael Jackson was born in a manger or in a pig pen, he probably wouldn't have ended up the way he was. But if you read the background on him, you'll find out that they had money. You look at Andy Griffith. You find out that he didn't have nothing. He lived on the other side of the tracks in Mayberry, North Carolina, which there is a Mayberry. It's, it's called Mount Airy. 
but it's Mayberry. And he lived on the opposite side of the tracks with people, a class of people like, like me that everybody looked at. He stayed in trouble. The reason I knew this, I was preaching there and I began to read things on it. And he lived over there and, and something happened. He got connected. Well, you, you know, he ended doing all them shows he did, Andy Griffith show. Then they wanted to do a festival for him. He said, no. He said, when I was a nobody, you didn't want nothing to be with me. I was just out to the garbage. But he bought this huge mountain and all the land over there. He said, and that mountain right there is mine, and I don't want nothing to do with you. When I was a nobody... I was a nobody to you, but since I made something out of myself, then you want to be my friend. I was a nobody, and so was you. But we had a friend that was born in a manger among the pigs and the hogs and the cows and all way we call out there. That's where they put them at. That actually, that baby owned the whole world. Jupiter, Mars, and Venus, and he owned that. He owned, he owned Florida. He owned Alabama, Mississippi. He owned this whole earth. And then he became my friend. I was a nobody, and he was a God. He delivered me, set me free, just like he did you. And it all took place at Calvary. If you read the story on it, she's fixing the sign. If you read the story, you will find out when they got ready to betray him, they didn't even know who he was. And Judas Acharis had to give them a sign to show them who he was. Even though him opened blinded eyes and unstopping death ears, making the lame walk, healed the sick, raising the dead, bringing Lazarus back, doing all that, they did not know who he was. And Judas Acharis said, the one that I kiss on the jaw, the cheek, whichever, he's the one. I believe from the time they talked to Judas, Judas could have been saved. But when he kissed him away, that's what did it. Because when they got him, the Bible said Judas went out and killed himself. Remember the story? Folks, there's so many people dying today and they're committing suicide because they cannot get the peace and the love that they need in this world, but they can find it here. All because of a baby. All because of the baby. That little boy you got might be a missionary, might be an evangelist. You don't know. But Grandma and them's going to tell him about a God. And they're going to tell him that, that, look, you better listen to mom and daddy. I'll give you some of what I gave them when they was little. Nah, they won't work that way because they'll pet them to death. <laughs> you treat grandkids different than what you did your kids. Oh, you threaten them, but in your mind and your heart, you know you're not going to do nothing. You threaten to call the mama and knowing that you ain't going to do it because you know mama's going to whip them because you can get some of what I used to get. To get some of what Jesus got. We're fixing to have to go through a lot of trials, a lot of tribulation. 
I don't know when it's going to happen. I really don't care as long as I'm ready. It can happen tonight. I'm ready. It can happen 10 years from now, but I got to be ready. You got to have the willpower to fight and stand on this as we stand. Let me tell you a problem today. If they'd have left this alone, Pastor Williams, if they left this alone, years back they took one word out of it. The next year they took three or four words. The next year they took a few more words. The next year after that they took a few more. And now they had a meeting this year. They had a meeting this year with the Catholic priests and a bunch of other preachers that they want to rewrite the Ten Commandments. They want to change the whole thing. And somebody said you couldn't do that. And one of them made a statement and said, if we couldn't do this, then you shouldn't have changed one word years back. When you changed one word, that opened the avenue up and the door that we can do what we want to do. And that's the reason Brother Herschel the Bible says, get the word in your heart. They can take this away from us, but they can't take it away from our heart. She sings, I hope I made sense tonight. Hope I said something to encourage you. He can move mountains. He can move mountains. Keep me in the, the valley. valley. Hide me from the rain. My God. My God is He's awesome. If you need the Holy Ghost, come. Let us pray with you. Need healing for your body? Come. Let us anoint you and pray for you. Come on. Hallelujah. My God is awesome. He's awesome. Woo. Awesome. 